Okay. But yeah, I um I saw that thread of the Killers of the Flower Moon by um Devry Jacobs and they are in um mm. Oh man, it's a popular show, I think. Don't know. Hulu? It's on Hulu. I think I know what you're talking the, about. Bobby Lee's in it, I think, or or whatever is. Is it like a comedy? Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Oh, okay. But um it's about uh indigenous people. Is it like a comedy though? It's like a comedy. Yeah, yeah I've seen like the trailer. Comedy. It's like a comedy. Well, the reason why I want to bring this up is because I was just scrolling through Twitter last week. This was last week I saved it. And they had a long thread about Killers of the Flower Moon. And obviously we if you heard the podcast from last week, we loved Killers of the Flower Moon. Um we both gave it really positive reviews. But this is their first tweet into the thread. It says, I have thoughts. I have strong feelings. Um, this film was painful, grueling, unrelenting, and unnecessarily graphic. A thread. So that's how the that's how it starts. So I'm like, obviously. Oh, the movie's unnecessarily. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right? Unnecessarily graphic. Being native, watching this movie was fucking hellfire. Imagine the worst atrocities committed against your ancestors, then having to sit through a movie it's explicitly filled with them, with only with the only uh, respite being thirty minutes long, thirty minute long scenes of murderous white guys talking about uh, talking about slash planning the killings. It must be noted that Lily Gladstone is an absolute legend and carried Molly with tremendous grace. All the incredible indigenous actors were the only redeeming factors of this film. Give Lily her goddamn Oscar. So that's just like halfway through the the, the thread so mm-hmm. far. And I'm reading this thread. And the reason why I came across this thread is because a lot of people were quoting it. I think it's or reposting it. But like with the quote, I don't know how you would say it with the new X. Quoting, right? Yeah. Twitter, but now it's not Twitter anymore. Oh, because it yeah. changed. Yeah. I don't know. But they quoted it. Sorry, Elon. Fuck you. Did they change that? I don't know. I mean... It's not a quote. Oh no, it's still. I guess it's still. A quote. Oh, okay. okay, but it's not a retweet anymore. It's a repost because there's no birds anymore. Gotcha. I know. All right. But um, sorry. Side tangent on Elon. Sorry. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's on, it's on the app. It's on the app. It's on the app. But that makes uh, sense. Yeah. So I'm like halfway through this thread, and I'm like, okay. Um, the part that really stood out to me was, um, was fucking hellfire. Imagine the worst atrocities committed against your ancestors and having to sit through a movie explicitly filled with them, right? And so I'm assuming this is how people feel when they watch like slavery movies, like African-American people, where it's like, okay, I don't really want to watch another movie about slaves and how bad they were treated. Mm-hmm. We all know American history, right? And then there's like a, a another argument, another side to the argument where it's like, no, we need to see this because this is what really happened. And I don't know how you feel about that conversation. I think where it gets not confused, confusing not, not the right word, but either way, Scorsese pretty much explained it. Yeah. In the entire movie. Yeah. Where we're showcasing violence in an entertaining mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And that was summed up at the end of the movie. It's like, yeah, we do that and we everyone eats it up. Yeah. But now let's tell like the real story of what happened. And that's literally what he did at the end of the movie. Yeah. So in terms of conversations like that, where like, uh, let's uh, example, like us, like movies about slaves and, and uh, that whole era, right? 
It's like, how many movies do we have of that? Yeah, yeah. There's a conversation like that. Or like, do we have to get another movie? There's so many movies about it already. And it's like, no. yeah, maybe you're right. Like, let's make something else or whatever. Yeah. But when you're talking about history, history is just brutal and violent. It's unnecessarily. Yeah. yeah. And it still kind of is. No, it is. If we're I gonna mean, touch certain topics, even like oh. in modern day reality 1, like america is 1000 percent just enormously violent right yeah and its history is violent too mm-hmm. so i don't think touching a subject uh like the violence against native american people like i, I don't think that one it's going to be sort of shy and yeah. it's yeah and it's telling of nor, it. nor should it right or sure or sugarcoat it yeah either way because then you're just kind of doing a disservice to the stories yeah right yeah um but yeah i think true crime mm-hmm. scorsese explained it yeah it's like should we just be all eating this up like why why are there 30 million documentaries on netflix about like a, a person killing this random lady right yeah it's like how many of those do we have yeah are they important to tell is there a greater meaning what are we glorifying right? are we glorifying it yeah but like also is there a greater meaning we could take from this yeah and i think scorsese does that well and Pretty much all of his movies when he deals with violence. I th- yeah, and I think there is valid criticisms in other and that I've heard right about this topic where it's like, look, we we understand that this story is very important, right? But it's like, should Scorsese, a white man, be at the helm of it? Which is like, no, yeah, we actually do need uh, more people of indigenous roots telling these stories, right? And so that I can one thousand percent get on board with now does that mean that scorsese should never do a movie like this i don't think so i think anyone should be able to make art about anything about everything they want obviously with the respect and dignity that that this topic deserves um and um i want to keep reading the the thread because they make a lot more points after this um this is the the next tweet in the thread but while all other while all the other performances were strong if you look proportionately each of the Osage characters felt painfully underwritten while the white men were given way more courtesy and depth. That's where I'm like, hmm, okay. This movie is about the atrocities of America and this movie is about the atrocities that these white men did to these these innocent people, right? And so I, just because that... I don't necessarily think that that they deserved more depth or deserved more screen time. I think it's just a story that the true story they were following the true story. Well, it was based off a book. It's based off a book titled "Titled Killers of the Flower Moon." You're yes. going to be following yes the killers mainly. Yes, and so I think for Scorsese to focus on the white men in this movie. Specifically, right? Because there are Lily Gladstone is in, uh is the main is one of the main characters. There's a lot of other main characters. Obviously, they're not as much on screen as Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, these other people on screen. So I do find that odd. But I'm gonna continue reading, okay? Just so we can get the full. Well, picture. I'm gonna bring up another movie. Actually, bring it up. Yeah, yeah, bring it Wolf up. Of Wall Street, like Wall Street. These are terrible fucking people. Terrible people, but you're following the the worst yes. one. Yes. Should we follow the people he's, you know, screwing over? There, there is a a thing that a lot of people, when they watch a movie, they say, "I want the, my main character to be relatable. I want to 
even even if I don't necessarily agree with the main character, I want to understand him and I want to feel maybe empathy. People usually say this, like, I, I can't follow this character because I didn't feel any empathy towards him. I don't care what happens to him. But then it's like, I don't think you should feel that way about every character that's on screen. There's a lot of uh, movies about serial killers. Yeah. About murderers. Yeah. About horrible fucking people. Wolf of Wall Street is one of them. Made by Scorsese. I feel no empathy for him. I feel no I empathy. I feel no empathy for his other character yeah, yeah. No in empathy. of Flower Moon. Right? And all my empathy is towards the Osage people in the film. Right. Lily Gladstone's character. But my- I, I, can, I can see the other perspective. Like, maybe we can write in a little bit more stuff about exactly, yeah. people being affected, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I could see that. I could see that too, right? So now, I'm going to say this. Now, this is the, sec- the, the tweet, the next tweet. Now, I can understand that Martin Scorsese's technical direction is compelling. And see, $200 million on screen is a sight to behold. I get the goal of the violence. Of this violence is to add brutal shock value that forces people to understand the real horrors that happen to this community. But, next tweet, I don't feel that these very real people were shown horror or dignity in the horrific portrayal, honor or dignity in the horrific portrayal of their deaths. Contrarily, I believe that by showing more murdered Native women on screen, it normalizes the violence committed against us and further dehumanizes our people. There's about like four more tweets, but I'm going to stop there. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about... Contrarily, I believe that by showing more murdered Native women on screen, it normalizes the violence committed against us and further dehumanizes our people. That is I a, don't agree, but I, like I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Native American, bro. Th- like this towards is, the end of the movie, I did not. Just like, I didn't leave the theater being like, "Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I saw that." Like, that happened. It's like, no, you feel terrible. You no, feel you feel awful. awful. You feel awful. It's like this actually happened in America, and like, the the, the other thing is, we can learn it other ways too, right? Of course, About of course. We can read a book, we can read history. Yeah, yeah. but. The, thing is in school they didn't even teach us they barely taught us about this shit and that is i'm not saying we get everything from movies right that'd be stupid that would be stupid like let's learn everything from movies like let's only let's be quinn tarantino not do anything in life and just watch movies every day yeah exactly right we could do that we could and that would be the wrong way to do it that would be the wrong way to do it yeah but i think it's important to learn history from all avenues from from as much from as many places as you can right um and so I feel that that line of I feel like it dehumanizes us even more. That was a tweet where I kind of stopped and stopped in the thread and kind of looked deep within myself to to, to feel like, okay, I am not a Native American person. I'm not an indigenous person. I can't say you're absolutely wrong about this opinion to have because obviously a lot of African-American people say this about slave movies, about 12 Years a Slave that won a bunch of Academy Awards, right? I think it won Best Picture. And they're like, yeah, I don't really want to see my ancestors be brutally murdered and tortured, right? For two hours or whatever the, whatever the case may be. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't, obviously, I am privileged in that sense. I am not a Native American. But like, I don't necessarily, I, I probably need some more context in that for at least for me to, to feel like, oh yeah, this dehumanized, like being shown murders of Native, Native American women, like it dehumanizes them. 
that's where I'm like, okay, that is maybe somewhere where I might slightly disagree. But like you said before, I don't know if that's my, like, again, it's like a slippery slope. Is that my place to say like, yeah, you're wrong. I don't know. No, all you can do is just really say how you feel. Like, did yeah. you feel that? Do you feel less yeah. about Native Americans? Like, yeah. do you feel like they're dehumanized? Are you dehumanizing Native Americans? Like, basically, yeah. when you leave the theater, yeah. are you left with that feeling? Yeah. Or are you left with another feeling of like, I learned a lot. Yeah. Like, I have sympathy and empathy Yeah. for this group of people, mm-hmm. for this history I did not know before. Yeah. Um. I guess that's it. That's the only real way you can... T- and also, you could take their opinions, right? Yeah. But still, all you're left with is the feeling that you had when you left the theater. Is is that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm looking at, like, in a dehumanized way. Like, I, I don't think I, I... I don't feel that way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, this is the next tweet. It's in parentheses. And to top it off, to see the way that film nerds are celebrating and eating this shit up, uh, question mark, it makes my stomach hurt. That is where I started to really raise an eyebrow towards the thread. Where I I think they acknowledged Scorsese's filmmaking techniques right throughout the movie. And I don't I don't necessarily think that the people loving this movie are loving it because of what happens in the movie. Yeah. I think people are celebrating Scorsese's triumph in, in, in obviously in filmmaking, but also in, in telling this true yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's where the thread started to, where it starts going a little bit in the, in the direction where I'm like, yeah, I, I actually really do disagree with this because yeah, and to top it off, to see the way that film nerds are celebrating and eating this shit up, it makes my stomach hurt. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's where I'm like, hmm. And I've seen maybe like one or two people say like, oh, yeah, I actually don't agree with this. And people are like attacking that person. Like, oh, you should let them speak. This is their opinion. And like, I think you said this before the show. It's like, yeah, people are totally entitled to their opinion to have. But it's like, at some point, we have to, like, you're right. We do have to listen to each other, right? Like, this this person's opinion does matter because they are indigenous. But then it's like, where are you going with that? Like, film nerds are eating this shit up. It makes my stomach hurt. It makes your stomach hurt because you don't like the movie. And you <laughs> think that people, film nerds are eating this shit up because they like the violence? Like I, right, right. that's where I'm like really confused. I think there's a misinterpretation yeah. of watching a movie. Mm-hmm. It's like because Scorsese's been known for this, Tarantino's been known for this. It's like yeah. the violence in movies. De Palma's been known for this. Yeah. It's like, are you just making movies to be violent to, to showcase be, violence for shock value? For shock like, value, no, there's obviously some yeah. deeper level of watching this. Mm-hmm. And especially Scorsese, it's like, you're not, you don't, you don't leave the theater as like, I'm glad I saw all that violence. Yeah. There's a bigger (laughs) story here to be told. And in my opinion, what wrapped it all up was the last 15 minutes of the movie where he's parroting 
like true crime. Yeah. Of of playing it of playing it up like these people died and like there's music playing in the background and there's a bunch of noises to keep the audience engaged. Yeah. But then he in the last five minutes he he talks about it, like no yeah. these this is what happened you need to know this these people went to jail these people didn't these people got brutally murdered this yeah. is the history yeah. right and it's like I wonder if I wonder if the person posting that is saying how we can make more movies about indigenous people not showcasing violence because that's a that's a good point yeah that's that's a we don't need to show like um. Like an like another point with uh like African American community, yeah. It's like movies about drugs, gangs, yeah, or slavery, right? Yeah. It's like that's what sells kind of in Hollywood, yeah. And it's sad. It's like why can't we just get a movie about like I don't know people being happy for once, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can understand that point too. Yeah, or it's like yeah, why why can't we? No, yo. Know, and the thing is, like like you like you just said. There are a lot of points that they hit where I'm like, you know, I I agree with you, but then it's like, we should we should point those critiques towards stuff that actually is hurting, right? I mean, obviously they think that this is hurting their community, but it's like, hmm, I don't know if it is, right? Like, there's another tweet in this thread where it says. There was there's like a like three more tweets down and say and I'm sorry but Scorsese choosing to end on a shot of the um I I apologize if I mispronounce this the Ayanchka the the Lanchka the Ayanchka dances and drumming it doesn't absolve the film from painting native native folks as helpless victims without agency and so I think they this uh person Devery Jacobs I think this actress is is really sticking to the main message that like this movie is hurting right and making and making Mm -hmm. this making painting the picture that native americans and these indigenous people as helpless victims oh right and so i think and to be honest i I don't know if this is very like i get i guess privileged of me to say of to be like if this wasn't a true story and this was just made up 1000% 1000% I would be like yeah this is actually really weird. I mean just look how they depicted yeah depicted them in like western movies. Yes, like fucked in early up. in early Hollywood. Really fucked up. Like, like we've come a long way. No, yeah, yeah. We've and, come a long way cuz yeah. that's that's telling stories that obviously are yes. fiction. Yes, fiction and just painting in the in, worst in the worst way, way possible, ever, right? right? And you're right, and, and like these are actually true stories. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, obviously, would would a an actual Osage person make people creating this movie would be better? Maybe like their perspective is you can't fake that, right? Like there's this quote that Denzel Washington says, like, or this uh, interviewer asks him, like, do you think um, someone non-black can direct the movie? I forgot what movie they were making. I think Fences or something. Okay. And he said, it's not, it's not race, it's culture, right? Like Martin Scorsese could direct uh, Schindler's List and Spielberg could direct Goodfellas, but it wouldn't be the same because the culture is different, right? Like they probably could have done a good job switching movies, but the culture is different, right? The, The other thing I feel is that Scorsese is not going to make a movie purely for, um, it's it's like 
uh like direct subject matter. Yeah. Okay, so like this one. Um it's about the Osage people being murdered in late or no, early in 1900s, right? Yeah. Uh Wolf of Wall Street, it's about you know, scumbags in Wall Street. Scumbags right? in Wall Street, yeah. It's Goodfellas, it's mob. Mob. You know, the culture, Vegas, the culture. His all of his movies surround it's it, it's about one thing. Mm-hmm. It's about America's violence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that's when when you're talking about Scorsese and him depicting whatever he's trying to depict in certain ways. Yeah. You always have to have that in mind. Like all of his movies are about violence. The violence. Like the main character in his movie is about America. Yeah. Yeah. And he just went from I guess this would be no, I'm trying to think gangs. When did Gangs of New York take place? Oh, 1800s gotta be probably right? yeah it gotta be gotta so I'm, be. I'm trying to i'm trying to like set a timeline here of like yeah. him trying to paint america and kind of explain to people america's past yeah present and future yeah essentially i think yeah. that's his main goal in all of his movies yeah minus a few yeah minus yeah. a couple minus a couple yeah yeah shutter island is not shutter right. island yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but most of his movies are about that one thing. Yeah, and I I think the great directors do this where they have this through line in all of their movies, right? Um and like when people talk about like who who are some of the greatest American filmmakers, Scorsese names always pops up because obviously his his most well-renowned films are about the atrocities that America has done, right? And like you've seen Silence, I haven't seen Silence and like well, whole, that would technically be the first. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. it's it's like the whole In the timeline. This whole concept of like yeah, yeah. spreading uh religious beliefs, mm-hmm. right? To maybe people that don't really wouldn't want it, right? That's what it's about, or, or am I confused? That movie okay, so it's two through lines. Actually, okay. there's a bunch of through lines through all yeah, these yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. The movie is mainly about faith, but it's still about America yeah. and the way they choose to spread their message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And either through violence or violence upon them. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, Scorsese, I mean, anyone can make a movie um, about a topic like this, right? And get it wrong, right? Where they can make this movie and maybe they do glorify the violence. And maybe it's like an action movie where, like, we have to go get them. And, like, and he doesn't do that. Yeah. There is so many moments where you, we, this movie could have done it, right? I've seen so many people come out of the movie theater and say this movie was boring. And that's where I'm like, oh, actually, you're the you're the people that shouldn't shouldn't be in this debate of like, oh, that this movie is is actually in bad faith because yeah, it was actually fucking boring. Like they didn't really retaliate or anything. Like that's like, okay, then maybe this movie is They don't know, for- they don't know what they're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie isn't for you. Sounds I'm not cringe, saying you should, I'm not like, saying yeah. you should love this movie. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they that thought, they thought that they were going to see something else, like an action, movie right? Or exactly. Yeah, which the trailer and one of the trailers, I kind of did paint it that way, where it's like, let's get them back or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I think at the end of the day, people are allowed to 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 voice their opinions, and we should all listen, right? But I think it's healthy enough to have a a dialogue to where we can still agree to a lot of the points that this uh, person has made. But also disagree in a lot of the points, and I think that's healthy. And I think I don't think when people disagree with an opinion like this, it is 
racist or it is anything like that. I think there are absolutely racist ways to 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 go at this comment thread where you can say, no, you're fucking stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Scorsese rules. He knows what he's doing. You're an idiot. You yeah. don't get it. Yeah, it's not the right, right way either. It's absolutely not the right way to do it. Because then, then, then I'm going to say, yeah, you're in the fucking wrong. There's no way you should respond that way. Especially when people are coming from the actual culture that this movie is talking about. But yeah, I think there is a very healthy way to respond to people and say, yeah, you know what? I actually don't agree, but I, I get what you're saying. I just don't agree. Um, and I, I've seen people get attacked for saying what we're saying on Twitter. And it's, it's kind of crazy. People are like, I can't believe people are responding negatively, negatively towards this. We have to just listen. And like, I understand listening is very important, but I think, I think we might be heading towards a place where like, no one will have a voice. No, I think that's the wrong message too, because native indigenous people are the ones that don't have the voices. Yeah. And that, so that's essentially yeah. uh the point I brought to you before we were talking about this yeah. on the pod. It's like uh these group of people did not have a voice. Yeah, they don't. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. The movies about that. Yeah. Um now they do. Yeah. And that's you want everyone to have their voices. Yes. In every community. Yeah. So but that that shouldn't just be like okay, well now we just have to agree with agree. everybody, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. That, that that's where I was trying to say. You just said it more eloquently and simple. Yeah. But yeah, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't know. I'm pretty fucking stupid. So we're I'm, both we're both not the smartest guys I'm, on the I'm planet. I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> but what I do know is that art, especially in movies, very nuanced. There's not yeah. just one way to no for things to be portrayed at all. I think, and I think the beauty in that, yeah, is not like let's say only some people were allowed to watch certain movies oh, that were about certain groups of people yeah unless it was like school and history right it's like yeah. well everyone's in class like you got to learn this but like for art especially it's like no these groups of people are only allowed to view this piece of art like like you know how some people yeah. will say like only these group of people can listen to my music it's like yeah. i'm gonna listen to it yeah yeah <laughs> now that you said that I'm gonna listen I'm gonna, to it. I'm gonna listen to it. No, but like, it, it's yeah. the, it's that same thing, and yeah. I can understand some points where it's like, mm. where it's the point of, does my do my people need to be portrayed in this light all the time? No. Right? We've been through that Hollywood fucking Oscar baiting, yeah, nonstop, yeah, in, in that field, um, which is a valid criticism, it's perfectly valid, really valid. But then, yeah, I'm trying to think like Martin Scorsese. I think it's because mainly directing movies about like his culture, Italians, Italian white, white culture, men, white men, white men. All right. And so, yeah, like I can understand where people are like, yeah, I'm tired of seeing the white man's perspective. Let me see the Native American. But it's like, even if you obviously I am nowhere, I don't know much about this. I just know what the book and what the story is about. Right. And it's tragic and it's ho- horrible. Um, but we should see movies a, a romantic comedy with people of indigenous backgrounds we should see science fiction movies uh with with african americans at the in the lead we should see like just random movies yeah that aren't about violence anymore dude we you don't know, right you know where that gets put it gets put on tv we it, it, exactly show reservation dogs reservation dogs which is amazing which is yeah. great i've heard good things but about there's it more shows about like 
Latino culture, Asian yeah. culture. There's so, and they're all shows. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But on the big screen, you rarely see it. Rarely. So like rarely when, see when someone, for example, when a movie does come out and it's either a black lead, a black lead, a female lead, oh, it's woke. Uh, why? Well, that's stupid. That's stupid. No, well, no, no, why? no, that that whole thing why? is stupid. It's woke because, um, yeah, everything is. They're just trying to change it to be culturally representative, and it shouldn't matter. But then it's like, no, like we actually just need to see more faces that are representative of our culture. You know what I mean? Of like the larger culture in general. And I think, I think a lot of the times this sentiment, like this Twitter thread, is aimed shit towards is that. So stupid. It is because like. That comes from an account where the guy is 35, yeah. born in like 1992. I, the math is wrong. Don't look that up. <laughs> but like a guy born in the 90s in his 30s yeah. and like the movies coming out then had black leads. Yeah. They had different types of directors that were different yeah. races. And yeah. it's like now we're n- now it's 2023. Now it's we're going to complain about it now. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like. Why? Yeah. It makes no sense. It now, doesn't. let's say you were born in 1912, <laughs> right? And all you had were Westerns with white leads. And like, you know what? I understand your point. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with it, but I, I get why you feel that way because you can't like, yeah. you're that old. Yeah. It's like. No, that, you're ancient. You you're knew. on the way. You're on the way out. It's like, buddy. that's all you knew. Yeah. You're on the way out. I mean, wait, look, from 1912, it's 2020. They're probably like 110 yeah. years old. You're. Let them think what they want to think. They're about to get out of here, brother. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> a guy born in the 80s and it's yeah. like, bro, you had so many movies with that were so diverse. Yeah. It's like, why are you choosing to complain now? Yeah. No, yeah. That, that whole point now, that's, I don't know, that, that was just, that whole thing is dumb. Yeah. And so that's why I have, I have a lot of respect for, for criticisms of like, whether it's like, the colors of the flower moon whatever like i i have respect for the criticism but i think like you said before i think it's just we should make it safe for us to disagree with some things right i think it is safe for us to disagree yeah i, I think it should be because i've seen online space say that it's not and so i mean all that's going to happen is someone telling you like you're wrong or whatever it's like yeah. whatever like that's fine yeah. and i think but people th- need to be more what is it called okay with being wrong you know what I mean? Like, oh, actually, I was wrong. I, I didn't really know this information. I'm sorry. Instead of like, no, actually, I want to double down and and no, actually, you're you're mad. You're just offended. And I think the like, main oh, takeaway from all of this is there's there's more of a takeaway than just violence from Scorsese movies. Yeah, and that's always been true, but that's always been something against them in yeah. in media all the time. Yeah, especially. It's the easy. It's the easy way violent. to judge. It's the easy way Your to judge someone's art. Yeah. This game is violent. It's yeah. like you know, but there's more to be taken away from any medium. Yeah. That is quote unquote violent. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's just like violent for like the stupidest reasons. Yeah. Because then it's just fun, right? That's yeah, America. Yeah. Yes. Then it's fun. Yes. Yes. It, there is tons of movies where it's, where it's just violence. Yeah. It's like that is the whole. John Wick is about violence. Like John oh, Wick, nonstop. John Wick is nonstop violence. Gun violence. Ever. Like it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the Bro, majority. I watched Collateral. Oh, okay. you did. I watched Collateral the other day, and I think it has the best shootout scene I've ever seen. Which because there's a lot in that movie, and they're but all like amazing. the ending 
oh, in the club. Yeah. Dude, it was fucking sick. Yeah. My it's jaw amazing. was dropped out when I was watching it's it. An, dude, Tom Cruise in that movie is so good. We need another villain role where he's just like the bad he, he's he's a good guy. He played a lot of assholes in like in the nineties, two thousand, for sure. Play a lot of dickheads, but we needed like him as a villain, yeah. Right? Just like collateral level, like I'm a, I'm gonna kill you, because yeah. he's he's a scary motherfucker, <laughs> dude. Is. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, there's a scene because I saw this movie with I've seen it before, but my parents were like, let's watch it because they saw Heat, and they were like, oh, Heat's really good. And so I was like, you want to watch another Michael? man movie they're like okay so what's what's one that's cool that's similar to that i'm like collaterals on netflix let's watch it and so they were watching it and it was it was in that shootout in the club but they were my dad was like laughing he's like oh yeah right it's awesome right and then there's this another moment um at the end it's like towards the climax of the movie where we find out that uh jada pickett smith's character is the one that's the last one that's the last one on the hit list yeah that tom cruise is coming Mm -hmm. after and the the whole sequence of him running towards the building or calling calling yep. her and be like he's on the he's, he's on, on the twelfth floor he's on the twelfth floor he's coming but yeah. like that is so riveting dude as a it is three characters in totally separate locations over the phone and it's like the most riveting shit I've ever seen in my life it's awesome it's awesome man there's the final shoot on the in the in the uh, train subway oh yeah amazing. So okay, so I watched the French Connection too, you but did. I saw that before. I need so to watch that. Did all those train sequences come from that movie? I'm just thinking, like, oh, that's maybe. an old, that's an old movie. <laughs> Everything came from that movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Because that train sequence is fucking awesome in that movie. I need Have to you see seen if, it. I need to see oh, it. Dude, it's so, it's so funny you say that because the other day I was on HBO Max and I was like, what should I watch? And I hovered over the French Connection for a minute so it's pretty and good. i was like i need to watch it i should watch it i should watch it i should watch it and i didn't watch any movie that night but i was just like should i i was so indecisive and i was hovering over the french connection that is so crazy it's a good movie yeah. it's really good but like there's like um a scene where like train sequence new york and they're following the train and it's similar to the one in collateral but it's also similar to the one in uh carlito's way i saw that recently too. oh yeah you told me yeah but, yeah but but I'm just, so every movie did that from French Connection, <laughs> dude. They all come from the French Connection, right? But that's Trust that's me, my bro. brain. But like, did the French Connection learn that from like another movie? Maybe well, I don't know. Well, I the, need to watch more movies. Well, the, no, the thing is, I think sometimes I feel like people bully other people when they say like, like for example, if someone watches a movie and they say, "Oh, this is actually giving me like, uh." John Wick vibes and it's like oh when you've only seen John Wick oh yeah right like that kind of like meme which is funny it's hilarious but it's also like filmmakers and their influences they're the same as ours yeah you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. like if someone watches like a director watches the French Connection Michael Mann watches the French Connection and it's like I fucking love that scene in the train it's so good it's so like I'm actually having like subconsciously when they're directing their movie there might be some influence that pops out. hundred percent. Like that especially the way the certain scenes and uh locations, like yeah. a specific location that, could yes. be like very influenced in, in another movie For in sure. that in that one location. Like right? like this is obviously the like the funny version, like ironic version of like me mentioning Spider-Man. Like 
again like okay these guys have only seen fucking spider-man and superhero movies but it's like <laughs> but it's like sam yeah. raimi's spider-man train scene is really iconic mm-hmm. right i'm assuming it takes from a lot of action movies that are on train sequences and then you see get across the spider-verse where that has like a fucking train sequence yeah right where it's like they're most likely they were maybe not like directly influenced by that sam it's, raimi it's a movie, nod. but it's like not even a nod but it's like a subconscious thing where it's oh, okay, like yeah. you know what i mean where it's like something so iconic where at the end of it they're like you know what that's kind of similar I didn't really well, like, think um, about that but in Dune mm-hmm. we're, with the fuck, the helicopters I don't know what they're called specifically in Dune yeah but the fucking firefly I don't know helicopter but, but that was influenced from the helicopters in Black Hawk Down Black Hawk Down exactly yeah. and so like these influences are always there it's just it's funny that the memes are like yeah when this person has only seen this other movie but it's like we're kind of right though like it is similar and because of the influences are there. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think a lot of times it's easy to just to dunk on people because it's funny and it's easy, but. Well, it's just fun to make fun of people. No, no, no. It's hilarious. And like, I keep doing it, but also like, just know, like it is a joke, but it is also true. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, it's funny. It's so funny. You mentioned the French connection, man. That's so funny. I was literally hovering over it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I wanted to watch, Hoop Dreams the other day or uh, uh, Benny's video. I was hovering between those three and wildly different fucking movies. Yeah, I was about to say. One's a documentary about basketball. The other one is a fucking... So Michael Haneke movie. Yeah, Michael Haneke movie and then the fucking French Connection. So, yeah. I, I do have to confess I have a... It's been probably like the over the last two years I've had this serious problem of hovering over movies that I'm going to watch and don't hit the play button. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's affecting you, but it's um, definitely affecting me. It depends, like what mood I'm I'm in. Like if I'm in, like, so right now I'm not watching that much movies. But mm-hmm. like before the last six months, yeah, I was in like watching two to three, four movies a week, like yeah. new new movies, not just like a movie I've seen, like like a new one. But just because, like, you, you get that one special movie you watch, and it's like the to. best movie ever made. Yeah. And so, like, what is that movie for you? It was Blowout. Blowout. Blow it was Blowout. Blow blow like, one day I was just like, dude, what do I want to watch? Oh, Blowout. Like, oh, that I've heard that's pretty cool. John Travolta, yeah. And I watched it, and in the middle, I was like, this is the best movie it I think you. I've ever seen in my you. entire life. So, like, since then, I was like, okay, watch a new movie. Yeah. Like, keep watching new movies because you never know, like, this one. That feeling again. It's a high. It might might be your favorite movie the next time. It really is a high. Like, we were just talking about this before the show. Whenever you fucking force yourself to watch a new movie or you're like, I'm in the mood to watch a new movie and you do it. And in the middle of the movie, you're like, this is the best decision I've ever made Mm -hmm. in my life. Like, every decision led me to this fucking moment to watch this movie. I just paused it. Let me, let me play it because I need to get back to the movie. Pretty much. Um. Yeah, no, I need to do that because but like, what, what's stopping you? Like, like, why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, do you think like the movie might suck? Might no. waste time because it sucks. I think it's look. I think it's time because I want to say like 2020, like 2020 during lockdown. Yeah, right. I was in my fucking bag. I was watching new movies after new movie after movies that I haven't seen. Like that was the last, like 2020, 2021 was the last years where I was like, let's get it. Watching them. Like in in college, I watched like a fucking new movie every day. 
every day. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was in my bag. Like I did. It wasn't on streaming. I'm gonna find a way to fucking watch this movie. Yeah. Where, where, wherever you wherever you can find a movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was there. Oh, I yeah. was there, and it was like an amazing moment in my life. Like that's where I discovered my Paul Thomas Anderson. That's where I discovered like growing up because like I didn't really watch in high school. So mm-hmm. like high, college was like my my like coming out party, right? That's why I discovered Kubrick. That was like the, the 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 bigger giants in American cinema. But now I'm like getting into international films and and stuff that I should be watching as a as a as a lover of film, right? But like it's it's beginning to be harder and harder for me to be like, okay, I'm gonna watch this movie, but then like commit to it. I don't know. I it's, think it's a good way to do it is watch older movies yeah. that were like the best of their time. Yeah. Because then it's like, you know you're going to at least get something worthwhile, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the culture where I'm like, yeah, you you probably won't get that satisfaction if like you watch a random movie and it's like sucking. They're like, oh. Yeah, like a random movie right. on Netflix Probably ninety oh, no. percent. You're gonna 90% get a fucking. Trash if it's something you haven't watched, it's gonna be fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> if you've never heard of something and it's a Netflix release, more chances than not, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna ass. suck bad. It's gonna ass. It's gonna but be ass. like, um, let's see. I watched Midnight Cowboy. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, it came out in nineteen, whatever. I looked up the director. I don't know, notable director, nominated for Oscar. What I was like, okay, yeah, this is like. It can be terrible. Let's try it. Yeah, right? let's watch it. And it's like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10 movie. Impressive editing. Dude, there's a scene, like, so psychedelic. Like, there's a scene in that movie where they're at a party. Mm-hmm. And the, the editing and the music, <laughs> bro, you feel like you're stoned. Oh, yeah. It is fucking awesome. Yeah. But it's, like, one of the most, like, traumatic events ever. It's like, <laughs> well, I, this is scary. Yeah. But like the entire movie is kind of like that. Yeah. And when I watched that movie, I was like, why am I not watching more movies from like the 60s? Right. Yeah. It's the, like the 60s and 70s are like, sh- uh, you can just pick a random movie. Yeah. And you most likely, it's going to be good. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so Under the Skin. That's obviously a new movie. I'm not, it's not to come out in the 60s. Right. Yeah. But it, it was one of those movies where, I hate when like streaming services have the shittiest category names. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. I think we talked about this on one of the episodes yeah. where 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 now it's Max, but HBO HBO Max have like literal LOLs as a fucking category. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what and, are you talking about? And under the skin was under like a like a terrible category name. I don't know. It wasn't that bad, but like. <laughs> You have like creepy crawl, creepy something. Yeah. You're like, dude, what? You have preconceived notions of just like certain genre types, yeah, like, like um, sci-fi, fantasy, fantasy. You're like, am I in the mood to watch just, a sci-fi fantasy movie? Yeah, but like, you're completely thinking of like another movie. Yeah, and like maybe Under the Skin might be under there, right? Yeah. Um, and I watched it, and the cover. Another thing about it, the cover is actually pretty cool. The poster. Oh, it's just it's, Scarlett Johansson, right? But like the different shades of like. It looks other, like the universe. Or like I don't know. It's red, weird. Green, yeah. But I was like, you know what? I've try heard it. people talk about this movie. They like it, whatever. And like, you would never expect <laughs> the way that movie's filmed. Like, literally, like the 
the decision oh, to shit. film it in that certain way where it feels like it, it's like a document, like a documentary. Dude, there's it's like on the ground recording, but it's like just creepy as fuck. The intro, dude, one of the best movie intros ever no, no. made. I'm telling ever, you this right now. Ever, ever. Under the Skin is without a doubt one of the best science fiction movies in the last 20 years. It's like one of the best. Like, see, I like calling things horror movies because like movies that it is scare me. eerie, dude. It's one of my favorite horror movies, but people are like, technically, to, uh, it's not right, horror. Let me let me educate Bro, you. I was something. scared. No, the thing is, that movie creates fear in you mm-hmm. that isn't supposed to be like it's not normal fear that that comes out of you when you're watching that movie. It's like you know when like what's that thing called where um something looks human but it's not right um like something is off about it so like your internal something like those alarms go off because it's not human but it looks almost human like okay um i forgot what it's called but it's a thing where like the movie because of the subject matter right it's like this isn't a human and then they're inside of a human body and they're fucking eating human. I, I don't i don't know right sucking energy I, that's it's eating food it's eating Right. And yeah, so eating food, this weird, like this, the whole, the scenes where she's picking up the guys in the van. So creepy. Are like, I felt like I was watching a clip on Twitter of someone, of a serial killer yeah. picking up these people. That's what having I'm talking the, about. Having the, a regular ass conversation. Yes. And some of them did, by the way. Oh, no, no. Th- these were act the way they filmed it is so interesting. Yeah. They, they, Picked up random people and just started starting to have random conversations. They didn't know who Scarlett Johansson was or whatever the case may be. And they just had regular conversation. But because the filmmaking and the narrative is so good, you know what's about to happen because you just saw it happen to the other guy. So when the next guy comes in and just having a random conversation, like your skin just starts like fucking crawling. You're like, dude, I don't like where this is going. Like, I, this guy's about to die. And yeah. yeah, I don't like it. But then it's like Scarlett Johansson looks inside of a looks at a mirror because she doesn't have like um the uh the the proper functions uh the proper body parts to have sexual intercourse mm-hmm. because she wants to feel these things as a human and then she's looking at her skin she's looking she's at becoming her face. existential she's becoming exist like you're you're like dude what the fuck and then you have a clip of a baby oh, and, yeah. and on the shore with their parents dead for sure going to die linger for like a minute and a half you're like, dude, what is this movie? Actually, yeah. it is so eerie, dude. And you just never know. And you just never know that, like, that movie you click on might be weird as fuck. Yeah. And that's what I like. And that's what you got. Or it might just be the best movie ever. Like, yeah. Total Recall, another sci fi movie. It yeah. Came out in 1990. Yeah. Um, it's mainly like 80s style action blockbuster sci fi. Mm-hmm. But, like, I clicked on it and I was like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 90s but clearly of its time in 80s like sci-fi blockbuster am i gonna like this but that's because i'm a big stupid idiot (laughs) and i just watch movies yeah and And i watched it and it's also one of the best movies ever made i i it's funny it's so funny the reason like the reason why i'm asking you about this problem is because i always i always preach to everyone just watch more movies 
Whatever it is, just watch more, right? Yeah. If it's superhero movies, okay, watch every fucking superhero movie there is. If you are a fan of science fiction, if watch every science fiction movie there is. Like, and just, but just keep growing, like keep expanding, right? Like, oh, you like science fiction? You love Star Wars? You love uh, Interstellar? You love Arrival? Watch Under the Skin. Watch Solaris. Solaris or what? Solaris like, is. I haven't seen the remake, but like, dude. The original Tarkovsky, I think that one also might be a remake of another movie. I yeah. I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. That movie's so good too. Yeah, dude. there's a twenty. I'm <laughs> I didn't count. Maybe twenty minutes, maybe fifteen <laughs> of just a car driving in like a freeway, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and like that's where that's where I understand the critique of like, okay, you you don't really watch movies. It's like, well, I shouldn't watch movies a lot of movies to know what a movie is good but then it's like the more you watch yeah the more you watch i think the more it is true that you will your act, taste expands your taste expands like it's happened to me 1000 percent. five years ago my taste was incredibly different than it is now i would bored is not in my vocabulary when i watch a movie anymore bored like something is boring no it's not I used to say, yeah, nothing really happened in this movie. Nope, wrong. You're incorrect, old Francisco. There is always something happening in film, right? Doesn't mean I have to like it. There's always something happening, and it's never boring. Oh, my God. So right? I was watching... Uh, I've been wanting to watch more Terrence Malick movies. Mm-hmm. And the first one I watched was Badlands. Oh, wow. And um, That's that movie, a good one. That's a, It's a great movie. Yeah. Have you seen it? That's the one with... Uh, uh, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin yeah. Sheen. I did. I I love that movie. And he spoilers. He's just like a maniac, he's dude. Like that scene where he's like killer. jumping on the cow, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, he is. He's just like, oh, new person came into my life. I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> and he's like normal. He's just like, all right, let's leave. He's yeah. like, all right, let's go. There's a moment in that movie that is so like I understand like not that even that I understand the character where I'm like this character is so fucking confusing <laughs> where he is like on the phone like in a phone booth and he's like talking to the cops telling them like what's happening or he's talking to someone right and he's saying all these atrocities like oh yeah I did this I killed the dad or whatever yeah, he's recording it on the vinyl yeah yeah and then he stops the recording and you're like he's in a phone booth and then the 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 the, the camera winds out and the phone booth is like the glass is broken, and there's like people sitting outside the phone booth just waiting for yeah. people to like to use the phone booth. So they're all listening to this conversation, and it's just like, hey, what's up? Walks away. I'm like, this dude's a fucking sociopath. Yeah, it's so holy funny. shit. It's so funny. It's hilarious. That, that movie's dude. awesome. It, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. And so I've heard Terrence Malick movies like are more his newer ones mm-hmm. and his older ones. I haven't seen like The Tree of Life, right? Um, yeah, or, that or, one's like his big best one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with Brad Pitt and I've heard, Jessica. Like his movies are supposed to be like really meditative, about live spiritual, right? And so I, I went from Badlands and I watched Night of Cups. Oh no, way you! I was literally gonna say, I wonder if he's gonna say Night of Cups. I've heard a lot of things about that really? movie. Really, I haven't seen it. I didn't finish it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've heard. People can't finish it. Bro, I, I pressed pause. Okay. <laughs> it was at night. I was tired. Yeah. You, if you're going to watch a Terrence Malick, don't watch it like Dude, after 8 p.m. I, I paused and it said 58 minutes left. <laughs> I was like, bro. And it's like Christian Bell's like, bro, all he's doing, 
not one word out of his mouth. You don't see one <laughs> word come out of his mouth. All he's doing is narrating. And you're like, when is this motherfucker going to talk? <laughs> God damn, dude. Dude, you're just waiting for him to <laughs> oh, shit. exhale, do something, man. It's <laughs> fucked. But like, uh, I know all of his movies yeah. are not obviously Tree of Life. It's like The Thin Red Line. I think that's also uh-huh. directed by him. There's, um, what else? There's a big one that um, I always forget. Fuck. Fuck. I can't remember. But no, yeah, that's that's all of Terrence Malick. That is what he is. Really? Yeah. He that's is. That's awesome. That's why I love, and like, again, five years ago, I would have been like, yeah, I don't want to watch another movie of his. Like, if I saw Night well, of I want to watch more. No, yeah. If I saw Night of Cups, like, let's say, for example, five years ago, I was like, I'm need because I remember watching that trailer. I remember watching that trailer. I was like, Ryan Gosling, Christian B- I was like, what the fuck? I want to watch this movie. And if I saw that five years ago, like, when it came out, where the fuck, I would have been like, yo, this is like really fucking boring, never watching this shit again. Yeah. And, but you understand yeah, now, the feeling he's trying to create. Yeah, even if I don't like it, right? Yeah. Even if I don't like 100%. it, then I'm like, I appreciate what you did there. And that's like a different thing. Like, it's added to my list of like, okay, I've seen this before. Now, like, I've experienced it. Let me experience more, right? But I think now the thing that has changed uh, of my film perspective a lot is like, I, playing it safe for me, that's where I'm like, oh, that's when it's boring. That's when it becomes really boring. Yeah. That's when it becomes. I'm like, I want to watch something kind of different. Yeah. Even if it's this, even if it's something like that I've seen before, don't play it safe. Like, I would rather someone take a huge swing and miss terribly than someone to do something by the numbers because like then I'm not gonna remember it. Then I'm not gonna like. Yeah, sure, it's good, but or it, like I was entertained, but it's like, did you swing? Because if if you swing hard and you hit, it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And um, some people will connect with Knight of Cups. It's like, yeah. this was like the best movie I ever watched. It yeah. connected with me deeply. Yeah. It's a, it feels very personal, too. It feels yeah. very intimate. Like, it's about almost like a movie about his life. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Terrence Malick's story. But yeah. um, a lot of those movies about that are very personal kind of, it might leave you wanting more, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that happened with me with Terrence Malick. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. That was not like Badlands at all. I'm trying to think of the last the last movie that I saw that I felt really good about was Taste of Cherry. Um, the Kiristami mm-hmm. movie. That one really did. I was bored one day and I was like, I need to watch a movie. I remember I was like, I need to watch a movie. And I was like, I'm going to click this one. And I've heard good things. I'm clicking on it. And it changed me, bro. Like, that. that's where I'm like, look, it's a high that I get. But it's like, why don't I want this feeling more often to the point where I'm like, let me just watch a new movie every day. You know, that's where it confuses me. That's why I'm like, I don't know why it's happening to me. Maybe I need to do something else different. Maybe I need to rethink the way that I pick a movie or something maybe i need someone to put a gun to my head and be like choose a fucking movie today and i'm like okay fine i'll do it oh and then just thoroughly enjoy the movie afterwards but yeah no like every time i discover a movie and i'm like okay i'm gonna watch it because i've heard good things or or it's like on the criterion collection and like i watch it i'm like dude this was like the best decision i've ever made it's always that 
Yeah. It's always. It's, it's always like, because you watch something new. Yes, exactly. Like, sure. Do I want to watch Signs for the 50th time? Of course I do. I, I love Signs. And it's so enjoying. I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. But it's like, imagine seeing a new movie and then it hitting. Oh, God. It's the best feeling ever, man. Yeah. Like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Best movie ever made. Best movie ever made. And and I was like, should I watch it? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And best decision ever. I bought it on Criterion. Like, legit, the next day, I saw it on Hulu. The next day, I bought it on Criterion. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have to have this movie. There's another movie. Criterion's really good at that. Yeah. I love Criterion. Where, like, if you click on something, they're better, like, the staff picks. Oh, yeah. Like, I trust them with my life, Yeah, you dude. trust them more than you trust, like, uh, HBO algorithm oh, or, like, no, no, Netflix no. algorithm especially. If someone says, you want to watch the movie, it's, it's I have my Criterion collection of it. I'm like, yeah, Jeez. sure. Like, that's how I discovered Rosetta, Wanda, like, these movies that I would never know about. And these movies are just fucking incredible pieces of cinema. And they're so different. They're weird sometimes, but it's like, dude, yeah, like, I just need to watch more movies. And so that's, I think, my goal for the new year coming. I know it's early. It's November. But my goal for the new year is just to watch a movie. More movies. More. More, 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 more. Yeah. It can always be more. Start with Blowout. I will start with Blowout. I need to know if it's on a streaming platform. because It's on Cinemax. Whatever that is. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to have to find other ways to watch this. I think, I think that's like a Cinema, Cinemax. Cinemax. Where to watch? I, I had it on HBO last time I watched it. Oh, okay. I don't know. But I'll just buy it. That movie's pretty fucking perfect. I think yeah. you should just buy it because it's the definition of perfect. Yeah. I, I, um, that's usually what I do. I, um, whenever I have money and want to spend on something, instead of like, you know what? Should I get Whataburger or should I get a Criterion Collection Blu ray? Yeah. And I just go with the Criterion sometimes. So, so yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you had the same problem as me. And, I do. And I think I think I'm it, having it more now. Yeah. Where I'm like, fuck, do I want to watch like a random movie that might be shit? No. But I think that's the, and I think that's maybe the underlying fear is like, I just wasted two hours and it was shit, you know? And so I think having a curated, like trusted sources to watch a movie from, I think is key because like like you said, if I picked a random movie off Netflix, I'm probably going to waste my time. mm -hmm. But if like Criterion or TCM, like Turner Classic Movies is like, we have this movie. I'm like, okay, let me, let me educate my, let me watch this movie. I think it would be better for me. Like Mubi, I think does that really well. Or like if you're in a horror movie, like Shudder does that really well. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think I just need to find something like that. So watch older movies, watch different genres that you yeah. might not watch. Yeah. International movies. International movies that aren't sure. in your in your native tongue. For sure. Watch. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there. Like so many. Like we're just talking about American films. Yeah. This is like the tip of the iceberg. I know like Americans think, oh yeah, movies, the greatest movie, the greatest movies ever made are made by Steven Spielberg and blah blah blah. So like, yeah, those are the most popular movies for sure, because it's America's the most popular market for films but it's like dude like there's other other filmmakers in all parts of the world that are making for real cinema and they respect also independent independent movies small independent movies like 
obviously this isn't like a super small independent movie, but like, have you ever seen Vox Lux? Mm-mm. It came out like a couple of years ago with Natalie Portman. She plays like this pop singer. One of the scariest opening scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. I still have goosebumps when I think about that opening scene. Cool. Um, I want to see what it's on because so you can watch that next. It is so fucking scary. Vox Lux. It, damn, I don't know where you can see it. I need to change my settings to see what uh, platforms I can watch this stuff. All that comes out is Apple TV, Amazon, and YouTube. So I need to actually change it. How do you change that? What? Oh, favorite service. Favorite services. Oh, okay. I see it now. Oh, yeah. You can change it. Do you have criteria on that on your phone? I don't. Should I, should I get it? I don't either, but... I'm trying to look. I'm trying to remember a movie uh-huh. that I saw on Criterion, <laughs> and I, fuck, I saw it like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, it was one of those where like, I know nothing about this director, about this movie, mm-hmm. about the actors. Even I'm like, let me just try it out. And I love the movie, and I'm just trying to find it right now. This is why I should just put all my movies into Letterboxd instead of just going to sleep right after. Yeah, so I'm I'm really bad at that too. I'm really good, but then sometimes like I'm on a roll, and then boom, I just forget about it. It sucks, man. Um, but yeah, older like uh, movies in a specific genre like mm-hmm. David Cronenberg. Oh yeah, really good. Like you can't yeah. go wrong. Can't with like most of his movies, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I watched Existence. It's a fucking awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Videodrome is another awesome movie. Yeah. And those are just like, they're weird enough. Like, David Cronenberg's really good at creating, like, in that era of modern filmmaking, where you, like, let's say you took someone that's not into weird fucking, like, body horror stuff, right? Yeah. And you took them into that movie. They think it's just a regular, normal American made movie, but, like, it's just off kilter and weird enough that it, that it just makes David Cronenberg like unique yeah. in a way. And he's really good at that, I think. No, I, I think, yeah, no, there's just, there's a lot of filmmakers out there that they have their own pocket, right? Of like shit that they love to do. And they're very good at it and it's weird and stuff. But you're, like you said, you're never going to be disappointed, right? Unless like you're deathly afraid of like weird shit. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it was it was actually kind of freaked me out. So it kind of like gave me nightmares. Well, I'm like, damn. If a movie act like I here's the thing, if I've never had like I've never watched something and it gave me nightmares, I'm just scared to go to sleep. Dude, I love being scared. But I like don't know. being scared but like, is awesome. But if I see a movie and it actually scares me, I have so much respect for that movie. Because I'm like, you did it. You actually fucking scared me. When I know this is all fake, I know you yelled cut at this scene like two seconds after you finished recording and like you guys were laughing. Like you scared the shit out of me. And so I'm like, yeah, I respect this. Sh- I respect that. But obviously, I'm not going to watch a scary movie at 3 a.m. I'm not going to do that to myself because then I'll be scared. If I'm with other people, yeah, I would do it. That's how I watched Hereditary. You watched it at 3 a.m.? Yeah, it was terrible. I couldn't go to sleep. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it was the worst decision I think I ever made. Genuinely, I couldn't go to sleep. I had to leave my light on. Like, I was the biggest, 
baby ever. Like it was pretty bad. No, it's understandable. It's and that's like bad. that's that's not even to say like Hereditary is like the scariest movie ever. I know like film Twitter people are like, yeah, Hereditary is the best movie ever made because it just came out. But like that that movie is genuinely like really fucking scary. Um. So yeah, I I really commend you for watching that that late at night. Hal Hartley, director. Um, okay, he has this movie called. Is it the first one? Yeah, the unbelievable truth. Okay, I watched that recently. That was just on Criterion. Amazing movie. Oh, wow. I think that's his debut. It's like, what's up with these fucking genius directors making like amazing movies in their debut? I don't know. It's weird. But this movie reminded me. It's like a more dramatic. No, not even more dramatic. It's a more depressing napoleon dynamite but it's still funny like it still has that napoleon dynamite weird quirky funny shit yeah that goes on in that movie but like that entire movie is like like i don't know this teenager thinks like oh the world's and nah she's not really a teenager maybe a little bit older Mm -hmm. oh my life is over my the world's ending it's like just really depressed and whatever and it's just like a hilarious movie gosh it's so funny you're selling me hard on this it reminds me of the like the main thing I took away was like, it reminds <laughs> me of the, Napoleon. Napoleon Dynamite. Like I wonder if Napoleon Dynamite like uh, referenced this movie when they were making it. Um, mm. But that movie was really good. I want to watch more of his movies. They have a collection mm. on Criterion of like all of his stuff. Um, another one, I think we were talking about this was like Mumblecore movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another interesting like genre. I know like. There's a lot of really interesting movies in that. People don't like genre. to use that word. Yeah, yeah, mumblecore because yeah, it's like core. offensive towards like that type of movie. But like, I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, yeah, mumblecore. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a really just cool saying. Oh yeah, I saw this mumblecore movie. But I think critics used to use that word when talking about these types of movies mm-hmm. as like, I don't know, just like a backhanded compliment. Not, yeah, not really. It's like they're mumbling, like they're not no. There's no plot. They're not saying much. Nothing's happening. Yeah, they're like trying to do that. Those are the best kinds of movies. But like that movie's, I watched. There's a, fuck. I need to go back on Criterion and look. Uh Um. But I think we were talking about it last week, where, like, yeah, nothing can happen. But like, it's like the best movie ever. It's the best movie. Yeah, and like, and like, what is that? Like, why? It's be- like the thing is like I remember being in my film class and I forgot what movie we were watching. It was like a no no yeah it was like a it was a musical. It was legit a musical. I can't remember um the name of it. But this one kid had this criticism because it was a film criticism class and he was like I don't really like this movie because nothing happened. And I rarely say stuff and I remember one time I was like so irritated. I was like, I remember I raised my hand because they were like, they didn't want to have any opinions on it. And I was like, I don't know if I agree with nothing happened. And I literally explained like what happens in the plot. And then the professor was just like, oh yeah, like a bunch of stuff happened. Like, like you said, first go like, good job, blah, blah, blah. And not even like a, I wanted to pat myself on the shoulder, but I was like, there's a lot of shit. Ha- it's, this is like, I get it. If you're watching Frances Ha with like Greta Gerwig when she's like, just like, thinking about her life she's just like walking around like i don't know what to do blah 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 you can you can maybe it's like yeah nothing happens but it's like there's still a lot of stuff happening with that character 
you can say. But this is a fucking musical in the fifties. Like, there nothing happens. Like nothing happens. I'm like, what are you watching? That's a crazy critique. I was like, whoa. That's where I was like, okay, that was weird. Why would you say nothing's happening here? I don't know. Maybe that's just my film snobbiness coming out. Maybe, which is fine. I mean, I if you don't have some film snobbery, then you're not really a film lover. I think. Like we dunk on Marvel. That's like film snobbery, a form of film snobbery. We dunk on people's opinions of like Marco says in the DMV. Like that's film snobbery, I think. So, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But yeah, no, I, I think I need to just watch more movies. We all need to watch more movies. And we all need to create a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but watch more movies for real. Yeah. That should be the motto for for think movie. Watch more movies. Yeah, just watch more. Watch more, do more, listen more. Yeah. Read more. No. Except that. <laughs> Except that Dude, one. Dude, I I I got to pick up a book, but like I, the last book I picked up is uh The Secret History by Donna Tart. Okay. Incredible read. Mm-hmm. I haven't read like the last book that I read because my my girlfriend she'll give me books to read and it's like romantic books and stuff like I I kind of just want to know what she's doing because she watches a lot of my weird movies so I'm like what are you reading let me just read what you're reading so this was like my actual like book book like a big book and she didn't like it her friend didn't like it so she was like maybe you give it a try like okay and it's not even exaggerating. It's like one of the best things I've ever like. I don't read much, so I, this is insane. Yeah. Like, this is like someone saying, "I don't really watch movies, but I saw Interstellar the other day. It's like one of the best movies ever made." And I read that book, and it was so fucking well written. I was like, there was chapters that were like a hundred pages long, and I could not fucking put this book down. It was so good. It like took over my life for like a month. I was so obsessed with this book, and it's called The Secret History by Donna Tart. Okay. So anytime someone's like, you want to read something? Or what should I read? I'm like, read The Secret History by Donna Tart. It is so engaging. And it's like about these rich kids, these rich college kids on campus, and they're they're the worst. And there's this thing that happens, like this crazy thing. And you're just like watching this unfold with these like really snobbish kids. And you're like, dude, this is the fucking best. Um so cool, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Read more, but obviously watch a movie instead of reading a book. I would prefer you watch a movie over reading a book. Dude, movies are just like it hits different. That's so dumb. It's be- movies hit different, bro. dude. Movies they gotta hit different. I think the thing is with with books, it's a commitment. It is a commitment because you're not because you're not. I mean, obviously you could theoretically finish it in a day or two. With the movie, you're in and out two hours. True. It's way less commitment. But I think the reward for reading a book is probably greater than watching I'm a movie. I'm telling you, I yeah. felt like I ran a marathon. Like, I felt like I... Com- I com- You know, like those like uh, 75 days hard challenges that people were like, I'm, I'm going to eat clean for 75 days, work out every day, blah, blah, blah. And you feel like, oh, wow, I did a good thing. And also like... That's what I felt when I read that book. You don't only gain like whatever message or story they're trying to tell in the book. You also like understand the way they're writing like because you're directly oh, reading the words dude donna tart shout out amazing writing amazing yeah. like sure yeah i all the most i read is like screenplays now like just scripts 
And even then I can be like, oh yeah, that's good writing. But sh- sheesh, man. Holy fucking shit. I need to read more. I, I remember after that, I was like, I gotta read more. Did you feel smarter? Loki, I did. Yeah. No, the lo- lo- so I shouldn't say lo- well, like, Loki. It's like reading a book in school. I felt, like you feel smarter high, after. Yeah, high key, yeah. I felt really fucking smart. I remember I was like reading and I'll be listening to like my uh my scores and soundtracks playlist. I'm just like fucking like I got this shit down. So like I would read for like three hours and like I would be like halfway done. I'm like, dude, I'm halfway done. And I read this in three hours. I got to wake up tomorrow morning and do the same thing. Like I finished it in like two and a half weeks. Because obviously I'm not the fastest reader. No, I finished it in about a week. Like when I actually started to do it in about a week. But yeah, no, I've definitely felt like... I'm better than everyone. Yeah. Because oh, I just okay. fucking read a book. Oh. I read a book. I'm better than you. Guys, you know what you should read? This book that I just that read. That I just read. I remember I tweeted it out. I remember like a, the next day I read my tweet. And I was like, that is so snobbery. Me. I'm like, I don't really read, but I read this book and it was so engaging. Like That's I awesome. felt I felt like, awesome. like I was on top of the world for like that month. I remember. And yeah, I think I need to get back on that horse and read a book mm-hmm. it's actually i don't want to make fun of reading but it's actually really really cool to read and if, if you find a book that's really fun to read then it's worth your with your time yeah i think that's a good because like in high school i don't remember what book but like I, maybe it was a night i don't know we're learning about the holocaust okay and i think everyone had to probably read night for i remember school, that yeah right and that book i was like whoa yeah i was reading. i was like i was super engaged yeah there's a couple of books awesome. i remember i read to kill a mockingbird and I was one of the few people where I was like, this book is fucking good. Yeah. And um, I read, I, I didn't really, in, I don't really remember that much of The Kite Runner. I read 1984 and I was like, this is the greatest book ever made. Like, I remember reading 1984, like everyone does. Yeah. read George Orwell. And it's like, whoa, what is this? Dude, they're making you group think or yeah. whatever. Like, I was like obsessed with that shit. Um. What else? The Book Thief. You remember that about the Holocaust? Yeah, uh, I remember that. The Book that. Thief. Yeah. Other books. I mean, The Great Gatsby, obviously. Bro, in elementary, like, when you had to read a book a week. Oh, do the and, AR. And do a test on it. Yeah. That was the worst. That was hell for me. <laughs> like, if I had to take one thing from elementary, except for all the terrible things we did in elementary oh school, bro. Like, God. I hated absolutely hated ar it like i would pick the most non-fiction books about clouds and read that because like at least that bro i know the specific facts about like clouds oh, and precipitation shit. and shit you know with, like a giant book i'm not reading this within a week and answering qu- <laughs> i would fail all the tests i would fail all the tests dude i'm gonna tell you this now because i am a substitute teacher um and they always have like designated readings for like a beginning of like class, like five minutes, you have to read. These kids don't fucking read at all, right? They open up their book and they put their phone in the pages and they're just on their phones. Um, so like like your experience with the AR, that was like a really stressful time for me too. I'm like, I have to read these two books because they're two yeah, they're books. short, they're they short, two. they're short, but but I'll finish them quickly so I can get the AR points. Yeah. And you don't want to be left out of the AR AR party. Like if you don't get if you don't reach your AR goal, we didn't have an AR party. We had like goals. So like if you did, if you made your goal, you would have a pizza party. And you're like, at one time I didn't make it because I was reading um 
Um, what's that one movie? You remember the Scorsese one that was like in 3D? Hugo. Really? You're reading Hugo? Hugo? And I read Hugo, but it was such a big book. Yeah. And it was a bunch of pictures. And I can't believe I just didn't finish it, but it was like a bunch of pictures in that book. so funny. And I didn't reach my ear goal because I was like, I'm going to read this book and that's all I need. And I didn't reach the goal and I heard the fucking party next door with the pizza and the music and we were just fucking reading and i remember it was like i fucking hate ar oh like i was like i can't go to the party i just can't believe they made us read but the thing is that was that pissed me off but the thing (laughs) is though i do look back on that now and be like i'm really glad they made me read because if i wasn't able to read the way i do now i'd be so fucked like there's a lot of these kids now that have not even read like a Junie B. Jones book, a Captain Underpants book. Come They're on. literally just on their phones. But that's all they need. No, I'm like, dude, just uh, no, okay, read not, Captain Underpants. Read Diary of Wimpy Kid, but please. Like, pick, up a, pick up a book. It's when you have a phone and you're nine, why would you want to read no, exactly, a book? Exactly, exactly. Like, we, we were at the perfect time, dude. We had flip phones and I didn't even have one. Yeah. So, like, even then you couldn't, like, be on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat. You couldn't be texting your friend. Like, you would have to, like, make it obvious to text and you couldn't do that. So, I'm, like, really grateful I grew up in that time because, yeah, a lot of these kids struggle to read. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, let me explain to you. Let me help you. Because it really is. I'm like, dude, I should probably help you because you don't know. I feel bad. I feel really bad, man. Yeah. So, I look back on that. That memory, that core memory of like, oh, I fucking hate AR. Oh, I'm not on the party. I wanted pizza. And now I'm like, you know what? I just hated the ones where it was like, you can't use your book while you're taking it. Oh, the my it's God. Like, Dude, I didn't yeah. read the books. Can I just use it? Like, <laughs> please. No, yeah. Like, our teacher would be like, Francisco, you need 20 more AR points. So that means four more books. And they'll have. Like, you would go to the library and you look up how many AR points this book has. And you're like, I need 20 more points. This one has 10. And I could probably finish it in, like, three days. And then this one has five. And I could finish that in a day. So, I need to... It's you, crazy because most of these books were, like, so short. I know. You could finish it in, like, an hour. No, back then. But that back <laughs> yeah. then, like, yeah, yeah. 50 pages was like, oh, my God, yeah. 50 pages. Well, also, you had other homework, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, re- I remember... It's like, dude, when I'm done with math homework... I'm going to go play WWE SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And after dude. that, I'm watching George Lopez. No, yeah. I'm not reading. I want to play with my fucking tech decks right now. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I I need to read a book? Dude. I just I just did my vocabulary words in ABC order. I just did my math homework. I literally learned where the states were in America. Uh, I'm beat. I don't want to do anything. I literally want to play with my tech decks. And you have to read. And then you want me to read whole- you want to read a full book? No thanks. But then I then I got into Percy Jackson and I read all that shit. And that was really fun. I still read nothing. I I didn't read. I read the first two Harry Potter books and I stopped after that, even though I should have kept going because they were really good. Um, I read all of the, the. I can't remember. I've read so much holes. I remember reading holes. And I was like, this is a really fucking good book, and I like I love the movie. Maybe that's why. Shia. Mm-hmm. I was like a big Shia fan when I was younger. So, yeah, I'm really glad that I read a lot. Now that I'm thinking back on it, it was torturous at the time. But now it's like, I'm really glad I read. I'm really glad. 
That's funny how we look, how that works out. Like our parents are like, don't trust me. One day you're going to, you're going to say thank you about all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, old person. Now I'm the old person. Oh my God. Today, totally off tangent. One of these kids today, they were talking, I was asking him because he's one of like the troublemakers. And I'm like trying to be like friendly with them. And he's like, no, you sir, you're cool, whatever. I'm like, and I'm asking why he didn't do his work. And he's like, sir, I just don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. So then I'm like asking him like, okay, so because he had his basketball shoes in his hands. I'm like, oh, do you play basketball? He's like, yeah, like I'm a hooper. Like, oh, like I used to be, I used to play basketball too. But like, if you want to play in the team, you have to do your grades. And he's like, no, but I play like outside of school. And like, I play with a bunch of these old heads. Right. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So like, but they're probably slower because they're like older people. And he's like, now they're like 19 or 20. And I was like, whoa. I was like, you just, that's an old head to you. And then I'm like, remembering, oh yeah, these kids are fucking 14. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, they are old. So I'm like, I'm like, how old do you think I am? He's like, I don't know, like 30. I was like, oh, fuck me, dude. I literally wanted to kill myself right then and there. Bro, when you're when I was 14, <laughs> I always thought like the night the older people were like, the older kids are cooler. Yeah. And now like oh, they're a bunch of old heads. 19 and 20 year olds are old heads, dude. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm out of my element here. They're roasting the fuck out of me. I'm 24 years old. And he's like, yeah, you're probably 30. I'm like, God damn, dude. That's rough. It's rough. It's rough out here. It really is. Um, for your sub out there, keep your head up. Keep your head up, brother. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, that's what we wanted to talk about on the show today. We went off. We went on a lot of tangents. We did, but I think it's fun. Yeah, we should have like a, a we should have like a week where we just go off on fucking tangents mm-hmm. because it's fun, and this is what we do regularly anyway outside of the podcast, and it makes it fun, you know. Um, but um, we're probably gonna start doing specific movie. Re- uh, what are they called? Like just episodes where we just focus on a movie. Yeah. Because those are fun too. Mm-hmm. Where we just deep dive and just fucking. What movie do you want to do? I know we were supposed to do funny games for Halloween. Oh but... shit, we were supposed to do funny games for Halloween. But it's, I mean, we uh... can still do it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> dude, all right. Her... No, you know dude. what trailer? Okay, you seen the trailer for the new Thanksgiving horror movie? There's a Thanksgiving horror movie. Yes. What? Okay, so like I was, it's on YouTube. Uh, on the, the ads all the time. Okay. And um, what's it? A... It's just like. It, it like looks a like a horror movie that like they planned too late that was supposed to come out in, in October, October. But like, dude, fuck, it's gonna come out like Thanksgiving's our best <laughs> bet. It's like, okay, what if we make the killer like Thanksgiving themed? It's like a pilgrim. It's like, all right. You're joking. Yeah. What's it what's it called? I don't know. Thanksgiving Just pilgrim? Like Thanksgiving horror movie. What the and, fuck? And I was like, dude, we can't extend Halloween to November. That did, that defeats the fucking purpose, yeah. bro. Let's, let's keep it in October. <laughs> Thanksgiving horror movie 2023. It's just called Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what? Eli Roth directed this. What? Oh, okay. No way. I just pulled up the cast. I need you to guess the first person on this list of the cast people. I'm going to give you three tries. 
I promise you, you're not gonna get it. Uh well, you've seen the trailer. So I maybe did, but I skipped that five seconds. Um Bruce Willis. Okay. No, no. That's the first guess. He's not. He's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh shout out to Bruce. Tom Hardy. Okay. That's that's the first guess because he Bruce Willis doesn't get what's the second guess? Chris Pratt. Okay. Third guess. That was, that was three. Well, Bruce Willis doesn't count. Okay. Um, Denzel Washington. No, he was just in the Eagle. No. Addison fucking Ray. Oh. Addison Ray is the very first person in this cast. Oh, good for her, dude. Insane. She's been trying to get into Hollywood. Like, dude, in an Eli Roth movie? Yeah. What the fuck? No, good for her. She's making pop music now. She's killing it. Dude. Insane. Yeah, that's cool. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this, actually. November 17th. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a pilgrim with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This actually might be cool. We'll see. It's a slasher. Eli Roth. Patrick Dempsey is the cop. Wow. Le Sheriff. That's his character name? Le Sheriff. Le Sheriff. Oh, Le Sheriff. It remind like the trailer looked like um I know what you did last summer, oh, just dope. like in its setting. You know what? I miss those kinds of movies. It looks kind of like that. Okay, could be interesting. Could I be don't interesting, know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you know what movie you want to like do? Talk um, because we we still could do funny games, but yeah, I think we could we could still do funny games, or we could do a movie that we haven't seen. That would be sick. Or no, probably a movie that we've seen because if we could talk about it, maybe more. True. Oh, what's a movie? What's a Thanksgiving? <laughs> what's a Thanksgiving movie? Get Out? No, because that's not Thanksgiving. I didn't think about that. I'm trying to think. That's an interesting one. It's just thrilling podcast moments right here. It's thrilling. I mean, we'll, we we'll talk about it after. We talk yeah, yeah, we can talk about it after. Yeah. But we do want to do one. Um, but yeah, because we, we want to do the regular show where we just shoot the shit, talk about what we want to talk about. If it's a new release, we'll talk about that. Yada, yada, yada. And then we'll do our main focus. One. I also have to rewatch Funny Games, and that's tough for me. We do have to rewatch Funny I didn't think about having to go through that again. Yeah. And having to take notes on it, so I have to pause it, rewind, and play it again. Like, Well, the movie does it anyway. No. It does it for me. Wait, I didn't think about it. It does it for me. So yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. So I don't have to do it. Um, should we watch the ori- the new the newer version? Oh, too. I mean, I to think I'm gonna watch the, the original again and then re and then just watch like the remake. Remake. I think that's what I'm gonna do if we do do it. Hmm. Interesting. I've heard they're like exact. I heard no. It's a shot for like shot. Beat for beat. Yeah. Yeah. Beat for beat. I don't know if I want to do that actually. <laughs> I think I just want the original one. <laughs> because yeah. all I hear when I when I hear funny games is the original. I don't I I rarely ever hear someone say, you know that newer version remake of funny games? I've never heard that in my life. Well, that might be the one people watch because it's English, yeah, you're right. you know. Right. It might just be like a cool thriller for them. Oh, it's a cool thriller. No. Probably not. No, it's not. <laughs> It's like uh, I've I've seen a lot of people like random people they come up to me like from work 
and we will be talking about scary movies or thrillers and they're like they'll say like a random movie where i'm like i did not expect that from you at all or they'll be like um the strangers or something or or the others i'm like whoa like that's like actually a really cool movie that you just mentioned that's really mm-hmm. cool that's really sick but yeah i saw it on netflix and it was really good i'm like keep doing what you're doing you're on the right track you're on the right path um but no yeah we'll we'll do a movie for november maybe shit might do two shoot might do three that's a big goal we should we should start with one mm-hmm. yeah but um but yeah um that's it for this week's episode if you want to find out where you can best listen to the podcast anchor.fm slash think movie show we're on spotify apple podcast uh google podcast all of these famous podcast places we're probably on there okay look us up we're there um if you want to follow me i am under cisco lopez underscore 14 on twitter and on tiktok and on letterbox brian where can the people find you uh brian prado twitter instagram brian prado tiktok letterbox mm-hmm. okay and um follow the uh, the show on youtube we're on youtube we post clips of the podcast follow us on tiktok shoot we might be posting our faces on tiktok you never know look out for that um but yeah no that's it for this week's episode we had a lot of fun and we'll see you guys next week peace out peace out